Good morning, everyone. This is your 20-something-year-old podcaster with the 40-something-year-old. Lazy woman. <laughs> Lousy. Today, this podcast is going to be about stop blaming your past. So I'm sure there's a lot of people out here. Well, obviously, we all have past and we all have had shitty things that have happened to us. And, um, and then we tend to just get lazy and start blaming the things that have happened to us um you know in in order to explain why we are the way that we are um or to excuse why we are the way that we are and um you know I just see it as I mean I used to do it I used to blame you know things that happened to me on my current situation you know, like I, I was abused or I didn't have a dad growing up and, you know, or, or this is why I'm like this, you know, this is why I'm, and, and I realized that that was not conducive to me growing in any sense. I still blame my past kind of like till this day, like we can touch base on just who has it kind of built you into today. Like, whether it's a positive or a negative. Just, like, the person that you are today. Mm-hmm. I feel like with stuff that has happened, like, I've either learned from it and grew from it. And, like, it made me either stronger or a better person and, like, just learned my lesson. Or it's either just kind of, like, traumatized me. An example I can say is, like, when it comes to just trust or something that I've gone through before, it's like, yeah, no, the person that has built me into today, it's conditioned me to, like, blame my past for it. So it's like, how do you move past that? Like, how do you learn from it? Yeah, so for me, and I mean, even in my 40s, I'm still trying to hone in on this and um, get better at it, but... You know, I've had severe amounts of trauma that have happened in my childhood, in my uh, young adulthood, into, you know, when I became a parent, and kind of recently I've had some shit happen. And uh, I found myself just using those things that have happened as, you know, like I mentioned before, a way to excuse my behavior, so why I do the things that I do. And, um, you know, all of us are going to deal with some fucked up days and some wonderful days. But I feel like, (laughs) sounds like we're in a fucking jungle, but we're sitting in my backyard. (laughs) As long as no monkeys start. (laughs) Anyways, so... I, I, I basically was starting to realize as I was getting older that as I am saying, well, you know, I, I was raped and, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't loved and I didn't feel protected after that happened to me. And, you know, this is why I'm so jaded or whatever. It, it did not, I realized that it was not helping me in any way. It was just keeping me in a, like a victim state of mind. And staying in a victim state of mind, there's no room for growth. Because ultimately, what has, whatever has happened in our lives, where we are victimized, truly, mm-hmm. 
we um that fucking bird's messing with me i know <laughs> <laughs> we what the fuck it wants to be a part of the podcast <laughs> you're not a part of this <laughs> So, yeah, whenever shit has happened, yeah, and it keeps you in a victim mode, and there's no room for growth when you're stuck in that victim mode. We got a plane over (laughs) We really need a studio, but eventually, (laughs) hopefully. Um, Yeah, there's no room for growth in a victim mode. And what do you learn staying in a victim mode? Like, let's really think about that. What can you learn? You learn that people are mean people hurt you and it's not fair yeah and it's not i'm just gonna sit and wallow in my sorrows and i'm i'm not gonna make any moves in life because i've learned that life can suck and people can suck and how can i make any moves i don't trust anybody have you ever thought like that maria well I was going to give the example of, like, I t- I said trust, right? So, I I don't trust easily. Like, I put up walls for just a lot of things and all that. And when it comes to just having a, that, like, trusting part of, like, in, like, a friendship or relationship with your family, whatever it is, it's, like, I'll kind of doubt the person and, like, everything you say and, like, attack you in a way. And I'm like, oh, I can act like this. And, like, it's excused because of what I've gone through. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's not fair because there's good people out there who their intention isn't to necessarily hurt you and bring you down. But it's, like, because of that trauma and how much you've gone through and have gotten hurt, that's all you know. And, you, like, you victimize and you're just like, yeah, like, that's excused. Like, I can, I can act like that. I can do this. I can say that because you did this. But it's, like, who wants to you know live like that because it just takes a mental toll on you and it's like it's It's annoying yeah it's it and it stunts your growth and it it, does it doesn't hurt other people it hurts yourself you just end up hurting yourself yeah and And, like bringing yourself down yep and limiting yourself um so it's like how do you think you grow from that right or like get past it because you gotta like heal from it but i feel like would you ever like necessarily forget it because, like, your past is, like, your person you are now, you know? Yeah, it, it all takes a place of part of who you are to this day. But, you know, the thing is being able to really reel in on, you know, you are you are the way that you are today. Because, yes, you've gone through things, but you've turned that shit around mm-hmm. and made it into those like learning a positive lessons. positive thing. Yeah, yeah positive, positive thing. Outcome. You know, so for me, and I've mentioned this before, I am not religious. Um, I am kind of like a low-key hippie. And <laughs> I believe in, you know, our God and uh, and... I guess what's equivalent to religion for me would be nature. You know, I just, I'm really into that. But I've also come to, I guess, believe in all the shit that I've been through that, you know, we, we are all 
We all affect each other, all us humans, even people that you don't know, you pass and you smile at them, you don't, you don't know how that's going to affect their day, or if you spit at them, you don't know how that's going to affect their day. So mm-hmm. we all interact with each other, and in every interaction, I feel there is a meaning to that, as silly as that may sound, yeah. but I feel that there's a meaning to that. So when we have people that are actually in our lives, and again, whether they're good or bad, there is a reason for them to be in our life, whether it's to help us or whether it's to hurt us. So I, I had that. to, yeah, I had to learn to change my perspective and say, you know what, this motherfucker, you know, he beat me, this motherfucker raped my kid. This motherfucker took my kid, whatever the case. And I started learning what a narcissist was, mm-hmm. what um, what different types of abuse there is. Mm-hmm. And no matter how, because I was abused, no matter how aware I am of things or how much I may trust someone, I learned that. You know, you can't or you have to be aware of certain, you know, situations like for my son who was hurt very badly by a second ex-husband of mine. I had to um, I didn't know the signs, but now I know the signs, you know, yeah. yeah, if my child is wetting the bed, for example, every night and I'm doing everything the pediatrician tells me to do. Um, you know, don't give him drinks after a certain time, make sure he uses a potty, and, but it would still happen. Well, now I know that if a child out of nowhere starts wetting the bed every night, that there's some type of trauma happening to that child. So things like that. Well, yeah, like you said, um, like the past, I'm a big believer in what you were just saying. Everything happens for a reason literally have that tattooed on me I've always been a big believer on it my mom's actually always said it to me and I just that's one of the like quotes that I just live by and like you said there's people that come into your life for a reason to help you teach you and then there's people aren't in your life anymore and that's also for a reason because like it's kind of like end of the chapter type of thing like you know you learned your lesson you got whatever you got from it and what are you going to do? Are you going to use the past as a positive outcome or as a negative one to kind of just stay negative and bring yourself down and like not actually move forward with your life? Right. It's like we all have a past, some worse than others. And I was going to ask you, do you, you know, like the, how people say like, yeah, I forgive, but I don't forget. Do you consider yeah. yourself like someone who's like forgiven a lot of pain and hurt that was caused to you, but you won't forget it? Right, I won't forget it, mm-hmm. and and instead of like with me not forgetting it, instead of just like sitting in it and like dwelling and dwelling yeah. in it, what I try to do is, if I'm gonna remember this shit, I I try to get myself into a mental, you know, place where I'm saying, okay, well, what did I learn from this? You know, what what can I do next time to not make the same mistake, or mm-hmm. you know, so. You know, uh, here's another thing I, I wanted to bring up. Um, 
one of uh, my clients the other day, her and I were just having a conversation and, you know, she's in recovery and she is a very uh, abusive ex. And, you know, she was just telling me that she feels that everything that she's been through, she feels like this person who was abusing her, that they've had like almost like they were meant to come together Um, but then she said to me that when she goes through this and when he gets out of jail, um, she feels like because they had everything that happened in the past, like they were meant to be together, that she feels like that's supposed to still be that way. So she was going to work on trying to get back with him. And I mean, I guess if your partner is going to grow and, you know, make their lives better and you make your life better, I, I guess. But I really feel too that even though we are, we may say in our mind, oh, well, it was like serendipitous, you know, him and I met after so many years and here we are now we're married with kids and, you know, so we're just going to have to work through this, even though he's beat me and I feel like even those people that we feel like we're meant to be with them or we've crossed so many paths and like life has led us to each other doesn't mean that that is supposed to be your life partner somebody that you're supposed to stay with that's such a good point like that you're saying right now because it's like you like have a history with someone whatever and there it could be like all the mental emotional physical abuse like whatever it is and because of the length that you've been with that person the time whether it's you know years and like oh yeah everything that i've gone through with this person and like in quotes we've always gotten through it blah blah blah, but you keep taking that mental abuse and the emotional abuse and it doesn't stop so it's like how do you truly know if that's like gonna change like maybe you'd be able to work on it sure maybe it'll be a change and it'll be different and maybe it won't and because of your past kind of like in your head and everything that you've gone through it's kind of like yeah i just feel doubt it i know and that and that doubt and that fear of you know making that jump yeah that is debilitating Mm -hmm. it really is debilitating you know, and here's here's another thing. I know that we're kind of like all over the place, but trust me, it, it is all it's all like tethered together. It's, yeah, you know, it's the same shit. But it would always irritate me when you know elderly couples would be like, you know, these kids don't know how to work things out. They don't, you know, everyone's getting a divorce here and there, and you know that would really piss me off actually because. Divorce is not a bad thing. I mean, it's a part of marriage, just like death is a part of life. And when these older people, and I, again, I'm not knocking anybody that has, you know, um, sustained a relationship of some sort over 50, 60, 70 years. <laughs> but let's not fucking lie to ourselves and paint this fairy tale picture. And I'm talking to a lot of you elder people that have stayed in situations. Please don't forget how it was in the beginning or maybe the first 10, 15, 20 years of your marriage. Because I'm well aware that a lot of people back in the day, it was like taboo to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, some of the women didn't hold jobs because they were a homemaker at home 
which is fine if that is what you like, but they cannot move out of an abusive situation because they have no income, they have no backbone or whatever the case. So a lot of these el- you know, elders that tell me, oh, well, we've been together for 50 years through the good and the bad. There, there's a lot of times where that togetherness was because they didn't have any other fucking choice. And now, is that a good thing? Not necessarily. Like, let's just keep it real. My grandmother, from what I'm told, was a very, very smart, educated woman. And she met my grandfather. God bless both of their souls. She met my grandfather and, you know, they fell in love. And then once they started having kids and they were, you know, Puerto Rican in the Bronx and, you know, poverty was a very real thing to them. And my grandfather, he must have had stresses or whatever, but he was an alcoholic, I guess I could call him. He was an alcoholic and he would, from what I'm told, be very physically violent to his wife, my grandmother, or to the children, my titis and my my father. And that wasn't a healthy situation at all. And... I know that there, I hear a lot of stories of this where older people, you know, a woman or a man had dealt with fucking abuse and depression and all this shit. Is that, is that a real good quality of life? Yeah. Like don't, don't front and be like, yeah, we work through the good and bad times. No, she couldn't leave your fucking ass. And she sacrificed her whole fucking life through beatings, through fucking cheating, through anything because she didn't have a fucking choice and I know this can go for the men too and here she is now she's fucking worn the fuck out 50, 60, 70 years old you you really think she's going to start her life over again and then you're probably too old to drink and beat her anymore so now you want to be nice, and now you all been in love for 50, 60 years. Man, get the fuck out of here with that shit. And get the fuck out of here with telling me you young people don't know how to work things out. Y'all want to r- always run away. Maybe we're a little bit fucking smarter. Yeah. How about that? That's exactly it. See, I'm, I'm not married and like I'm only 20 something years old so like I've only heard of stories but what you were bringing up with like family it reminds me of an aunt that I had that I have um <laughs> that I had she she's still with him till this day and like they're still together and stuff like that and like in a way they kind of worked through it but again like I don't live with them obviously so like I don't see how their relationship is but years ago she has three kids now um he would like be abusive to her just physically abusive mentally abusive like it was really bad cheat on her and all that stuff and like you said before divorcing someone was seen as something like just so negative you're not supposed to do like work through it fix it because that's 
your partner for life that's your husband you made a promise whatever in front of like a church or this this and that but it's like she didn't have that like power to walk away you know especially back then and she kind of had to like suck it up and go through it and having three kids but I remember it taking it was a lot too mentally like for her kids because one of them is like my cousin who were the same age right now and like I remember she would always be like bawling her eyes out and like seeing it like all of them would see this happen like literally in front of them and it was just so sad that she couldn't walk away and it's like imagine how different their life would have been if like you just made that one decision you know and I feel like now people need to understand that obviously it's been years and so many things have changed and it's not like before and like you have the power to walk away from anything that you don't want in your life you know if this person is a negative thing in your life whether it's a friend or a family member or a relationship like you need to have that power and love yourself and self-worth to say no like this is enough like I don't want this because think about it years from now like is this what you want for the rest of your life and it reminds me of the quote I saw on Instagram it says you're always one decision away from a totally different life yeah that's deep as shit one decision away can you imagine I mean and it comes back to our podcast that we used that we like spoke about it was what a couple days ago last week where it was like how powerful the word no is yeah like it just connects Mm -hmm. yeah definitely you know and I, I I think about you know going back to my grandmother you know if she would have left my grandfather you know our family probably would be very different from you, what it is now you probably wouldn't have that like trauma yeah I mean there's yeah there's good and bad to yeah. all of it you know because yeah. I love my family I love my grandparents you know when they were here I still love them obviously but you know, so it's easy for us to be like, well, you know, everything worked out, see? <laughs> but how happy was my grandmother? Like, you know, who knows? She could have ended up a very independent woman, you know? I just I just feel like with the knowledge and the resources that we have these days, yeah. let's not limit ourselves because we want to be romantic and you know, we, we, we want to sacrifice ourselves to the point of mental destruction. Or tell yourself, no, like, I don't want to give up because I don't give up easily. Like, let me keep, you know, fighting for whatever it is. And I'm not, yeah, and we're not saying, like, oh, you know, he's he was rude to you, man. Fuck, fuck him. Fuck him. We're just going to, you know, just go ahead and leave. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's like you, there has to be... It's, it's about, it's not always black and white. It's about that gray area when it comes to this. You know, if you, if you can talk it out, if, you know, there is a want on both sides for some type of resolution and love and respect, then yeah, you know, work it out until you can't anymore. But if it's putting your mental health or your children or your physical health at stake, no don't fucking work on that shit protect yourself you need to know like when it's enough you know like a line has to be drawn eventually you know when i was um when i was young before i had children in relationships i made some dumbass decisions like my he ended up being my first husband but 
I was dating this guy and my gut told me he was cheating on me. Like to this day, he'll he'll say, no, I wasn't. <clears throat> Motherfucker, yes, you were. Yes, the fuck you were. But we don't need to get into all those details because it doesn't matter to me now. But, um, you know, there was a couple instances where he was physically and verbally abusive to me. Um, and again, this is before I had children. And um, just get in my face and try to, you know, push me, try to intimidate me. Well, I ended up marrying him. It wasn't all bad. And, you know, I got pregnant and... Uh, I ended up moving to Virginia with him and my son. And I was like 22, 22 years old. I was a baby. And uh, we had gotten into a very bad fight. And he beat the living shit out of me. I, I did try to fight. I, I really did try to fight. Uh, but without going into details, like he fucked me up. And... I remember at one point he was straddling on top of me and he had my neck in both of his hands and he was choking the living shit out of me and I wanted to start kicking I couldn't move my arms for whatever reason and I wanted to start kicking and I heard my baby who was like around six months at the time maybe a little older he was coming into the kitchen he was crawling into the kitchen and crying and I remember thinking to myself as I'm going in and out of you know consciousness that um, if I kick my feet I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt my child so I had to really lay still and not move as I'm getting the life choked out of me and then a thought came to my head my son is watching this happen. Yeah, he's only a baby. But I don't want him to think that this is what love and life and family is supposed to be about. I don't want him to grow up thinking that this is okay. So I held on to that. And after that situation happened, um, I, I left basically the next day. I said fuck you to my my ex and you know I made a I made a run out of there. Um so my kids definitely helped me get out of a lot of situations um easily, but even with the bad shit that happened during those times again I stopped stopped um blaming the bullshit and just trying to learn from it. Yeah. You know, I learned that if someone hits you once, guess what? They're going to fucking do it again. And again and again. So do you stay in that or do you leave? I say get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You know, and learn from it. Everything I've been through, yes, it has scarred me in ways. And, you know, I do, I have been diagnosed with PTSD and severe depression and anxiety. But I also have, I've taken a lot of the shit that I've been through and made it into a lesson, you know. Um, it's made you into a stronger person. Yeah, and, and crazy. It's made me kind of <laughs> crazy, but yes. You know, so when 
I've, I learned about the human experience and how humans work and think and all that. And with this individual, my first husband, you know, he put his hands on me and, you know, how he started acting around that time or after that time and things he said. And so when I went into my next relationship, I remembered those things that I had went through and I was like, I'm, that's never going to happen to me again funny thing though because life is what it is my next relationship also ended up being an abusive situation but it was abusive to my children and more emotionally abusive towards me so then from there I learned another lesson and then with every relationship <laughs> I kept learning these lessons and I really really tried not to repeat I tried not to repeat what um, the mistakes that I have made but there's there's this book that I actually read. My therapist had told me about it years ago. And it's called Getting the Love You Want by Harville Hendricks. And in that book, he basically, like the gist of it is, whatever your issue is, like your unresolved issue with a parent, subconsciously, we pick that in our partner until we can get it to resolve. Um, and that like blew my mind, but I, I have it's, also, it's deep to think about. It really yeah, is. It makes you ask yourself like, hmm. it really is. You know, my problem was always with my mom, not my father so much. So yeah, it, it really opened my m- mind to a lot of things, mm-hmm. but also with everything that I fucking been through, I have learned that if you don't learn your lesson, Whatever that lesson may be, the universe will continue bringing yes. that lesson back to you in different shapes, colors, form, whatever. Yeah. It will continue until you learn your fucking lesson. That's so fucking true. Yes, yes, yes. Have you had that happen to you? Yes. Or? Yeah, 100%. And it's funny because what you just said, I don't know if I read it somewhere, I think, but like it was a couple weeks back and it kind of made me like think. It just, like, I could stop for a bit, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it just, if you really think about it, it makes a lot of stuff make sense. Like, just learning your lesson, it's going to, like, keep teaching you until you get it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, why does bad stuff keep, keep happening, happening yeah. to me? Well, motherfucker, look at yourself. What yeah. are you doing? What part are you taking in your life mm-hmm. that is causing this to happen? You know, because it's... It, it is a lot of fucked up people there, but there's a lot of people that also can't, can't, like, they don't have any, like, inner, inner perspective of, of themselves. Like, they can't see themselves yeah. and the role that they're playing in it. Like, you, you gotta learn your lesson. You know? Let me see. What is... Also, everything that, like, um you've gone through as like having kids and stuff like that it's a way for you to teach them mm-hmm. and like just guide them yeah that's a, you have a good so point much experience and you've mm-hmm. learned so much from it that they're able to lean on you for like that support and that advice right yeah that's a very good point um there's as a single parent and i have three baby dads um I got to a point where I was embarrassed of having 
three different fathers for my children. And there was a point where I was just embarrassed about my overall situation. You know, like I would see other people that I went to high school with or college with and they're, you know, have a nice home and that white picket fence and the husband and all this stuff. And I'll be like, man, I'm such a loser. Like, look at me and my situation. And I can't even fucking keep a marriage and I can't even keep a guy from cheating on me or beating me. And and uh, and I felt really bad for my kids. I felt like I'm not doing a good job as a mother and I'm not teaching them, like I'm not providing a good family for them. And my titi, my aunt, she had told me, you are doing good for your children because what you're teaching your children with every bad relationship you leave You're teaching them not to stay in bad relationships, Mm -hmm. not to accept disrespect and abuse. You're teaching them how to pick themselves up off the ground and take charge of their own life. So you are being a good parent and you're thinking about your kids too. You're not keeping them in a bad situation. So that I'm telling you, perspective is every fucking thing in life. The way you look at things is everything in life. Because if you walk around with this victim fucking mentality Mm -hmm. and why me, why me, you ain't, you are not growing. You're just going to be fucking stuck. And sadly, there's a lot of people that are stuck. A lot. And... Also, stop blaming your past. You were raised by some shitty parents. Maybe they tried the best they could. But in this day and age, especially in this day and age, you can get a fucking therapist online. (laughs) You know, you can go to any Barnes and Nobles or go on Amazon and look up self-help books. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how to do woodwork, you can fucking teach yourself how to woodwork. You don't, you want to learn how to play the guitar? Fucking go on YouTube. You learn. At this day and age, we could learn anything, do anything. I mean, Jesus. So for us to be like, well, I I grew up, I had a really shitty life and. Or like no one ever taught me this and that and showed me this. You can still learn it. Yeah, you can teach yourself. Most definitely. So don't blame your past for your your laziness, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, I mean, I was going to say don't blame your past for your depression. I mean, it happens, but fix it. I, I went to many therapists. Actually, uh, la- just the end of last year, I started taking um, depression meds. I never wanted to fucking do that. I was like, I'll work through this. I'll work through this. Mm-hmm. And I worked through a lot of things, but it like damaged parts of my mind. And that was non-conducive for me to be able to live and carry on like I've been, you know, trying to support my family by myself. So I, I, I seek help and got on some meds and 
stop feeling bad about that and I I feel good like I have a clear head and I'm able to process shit better and kind of compartmentalize where I need to compartmentalize um and just carry on and make sure to continue teaching myself different things and just yeah and you know I tell people yeah I grew up rough I went through a lot of shit but you know I made me I made me you know I worked on myself don't blame your past anymore get that help it's never too late yeah there's a lot of great self-help books I mean and if you don't read well then you can get it on like audio or some shit so shoot you find stuff online too open your mind exactly open your mind education is key to a lot of shit Mm -hmm. and and i'm not saying just education through school i mean educate yourself in life educate yourself in you know uh how people work why people do the things that they do so that's pretty much all i have you you we got into it yeah we did i love that all right well thank you for your time and uh Y'all take care. Thanks, guys. Stay tuned for our next podcast. Peace.